0: from KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Bolanos in San Francisco. Sky-high gas prices this year prompted Governor Gavin Newsom to propose a new law limiting how much oil companies can charge at the pump. The governor finally released some details yesterday. Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon reports.
1: Newsom's proposal would put a cap on how much companies can charge for a gallon of gas and penalize those that charge more. But it doesn't include specific profit ceilings yet.
0: These guys have been gaming the system for decades. They've been taking advantage of you for decades, and it's got to end.
1: Initially, the governor called it a windfall profits tax, but recently began calling his draft plan a price-gouging penalty. That matters because in the state legislature, taxes require two-thirds to pass rather than a simple majority. Regardless of what it's called, it remains a bad idea. Kevin Slagle is with the Western States Petroleum Association, which opposes the measure. This is a story about the market. This is not a story about an industry that's doing anything other than trying to provide affordable,
0: reliable energy in California.
1: Newsom called a special legislative session this month so lawmakers could pass his proposal before January, but legislative leaders have signaled that's unlikely. For the California Report, I'm Nicole Nixon at the State Capitol.
0: The first ever U.S. auctions of leases to develop floating wind farms in the water off the West Coast are happening today. There are five leases up for grabs via live online auctions, three off the Central Coast and two off the North Coast. 43 companies from around the world are approved to bid. The turbines, possibly nearly as tall as the Eiffel Tower, will float on giant triangular platforms roughly the size of a small city block. They'll each have three blades longer than the distance from home plate to the outfield on a baseball diamond and will need to be assembled on shore and towed upright to their open ocean destination. The farms will float about 25 miles offshore.
2: org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.
0: Popular countertops made from synthetic stone are making the people who cut and process them sick. Some of those workers, most of whom are immigrants, are dying. The problem is particularly bad in L.A. KPCC's Leslie berestein Rojas teamed up with
3: Public Health Watch to bring us this story. I meet Juan González Morín at a park near his apartment in Sun Valley. It's a clear fall day and the air is crisp, but he's struggling to breathe. He's gaunt. His clothes hang loosely on him. Next to him sits an oxygen tank.
2: Tengo años. En el
3: He's only 36. Uh, Gonzalez arrived in LA from Mexico nine years ago and began working in the industry known as el mármol. It means marble, but refers to cutting all stone, in his case, mostly engineered stone. These pressed slabs of crushed quartz are mixed with plastic resin. They're a staple in kitchens these days as countertops. You see them displayed in big box stores. When workers cut, grind, or polish the slabs, like in this YouTube video, the slabs release fine dust particles a hundred times smaller than a grain of sand. Once in the lungs, they can cause irreparable and often fatal damage.
2: Cuando uno llega, no tiene la la idea de lo que uno se arriesga en ese
3: González says when he arrived here, he had no idea of the risks. He describes the conditions at the San Fernando Valley shop where he worked the longest.
0: You couldn't even see like 10 feet away to the next person. You could only tell there was a person working there because there was so much dust, like a whirlwind.
3: He says about 80% of the stone there was synthetic. The plastic resin smelled bad when it was cut. Like garbage, he says. Workers had to cut the slabs dry, without water, which is especially dangerous. González wore a disposable mask, and there were big fans, but he says the ventilation system was inadequate. By late 2019, González was coughing, short of breath. He went to a clinic and was told he had pneumonia.
0: Well, they gave me the treatment, and I kept working, but as time went by, I kept
2: deteriorating more and more.
3: Until one day about a year ago when he felt so bad he wound up in the ER at Olive View UCLA Medical Center in Silmar. There, doctors performed more tests. <laughs> Gonzalez learned he had silicosis, an incurable disease caused by inhaling large amounts of silica dust. It's afflicted miners and stone cutters since ancient times. But in recent years, new outbreaks have arisen with the popularity of synthetic stone, which contains more than 90% silica, much more than natural stone. Dr. Jane Fazio is a pulmonary physician at Olive View.
0: These particulates are inhaled and lodged into the small air sacs of the lungs uh, and cause inflammation. And over time, that inflammation becomes fibrosis or scarring.
3: She says over time, this scar tissue grows and overtakes the lungs, depriving patients of oxygen. Fazio says there are about 30 known silicosis cases among stone fabricators in the L.A. area. She says the San Fernando Valley has over 100 stone-cutting shops, Fazio believes the prevalence of synthetic stone is what's behind the rise in local cases.
0: These stones are pretty much the predominant material that these folks are using now, as opposed to 10 years ago when they they almost didn't exist.
3: There are best practices in the industry, like stone cutting systems that use water to suppress dust, along with high quality masks and ventilation. But many shops fall short. Meanwhile, regulation has been sporadic. In 2019, the silicosis deaths of two brothers in the Bay Area prompted Cal OSHA to launch a special enforcement program for silica. It inspected about 100 workplaces and issued more than 500 citations. But the pandemic, the pandemic forced the program's suspension. The agency has since revived it, but said as of mid-November, there had been no new inspections. Synthetic stone companies we reached out to declined to comment. Juan González Morín says he's hoping for a lung transplant, even if it gives him just a few more years. He has a lot to live for — a wife, a son, and three daughters, the youngest of whom is five. González hopes consumers become more aware of the dangers that synthetic stone countertops pose to workers. He says people need to understand that behind their kitchens, there's blood and sweat, and even death. For the California Report, I'm Leslie Berestein-Rojas.
0: And that's the California Report for Tuesday, December 6th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Maddie Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Personal capital providing people with financial tools like the Retirement Planner to help them achieve their financial goals, personalcapital.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. Hey QED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, MindShift, right Nowish, and more –